Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks, where women share their dreams, struggles, and successes how they were able to persevere despite the fear and create the life they want and deserve. If you're looking for inspiration to move you past where you normally would stop, then this is the show for you. Here's your host, Melissa Banks. Welcome to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. I'm excited you can be with us today. I'm your host, Melissa Banks. Today, we continue our special series, Women Who Shine. These amazing women will share with us how they're able to keep shining despite the circumstance. I'm joined today by a special co-host, Deborah Hunter. Deborah is an energetic, charismatic Mississippi native. She is a former television and radio host, a celebrated and highly sought-after chef, artist, motivational speaker, and author. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Thank you so much for being here today. Melissa, thank you so much for having me. Wow, Deborah. Let's just begin with you and all the amazing things that are happening happening with you. We already knew you were an amazing cook. I mean, your pictures make you want to jump through your screen when you post them. But now <laughs> you are an author, not of one children's book, but of three. How amazing is that? So let's just say the names, The Little Girl in the Pretty Red Dress, Little DJ and his big imagination, and Little D superhero adventures. I mean, just the titles make you excited, right? Oh my goodness! I am. How does it feel? <laughs> I am totally over the moon, um, Melissa. This has just been really a fantastic journey for me, and it's just been part of a gift that I created for my grandchildren that's expanded into me being able to share with other children. And they're just sweet little lessons of uh, being able to stretch your imagination and to dream bigger and to create a sense of faith in self. So I'm really, really excited uh, just to be able to share. Well, thank you for just sharing that with us. And we're excited to hear more about your journey and what led you to those amazing books. But today, I am so excited about this series, Women Who Shine. You know, often we see women that we admire. We pull on their energy, and we talk to other people about how inspirational they are. But more often than not, we don't tell them how they inspire us and how they impact our lives. And we certainly don't often make a public post like you did 
So tell us what inspired you to make the post honoring all these amazing women. Well, Melissa, you know, first of all, I just absolutely love people. I mean, it's to be able to uh, look in the faces of people and just wonder what God is thinking. So I'm always, you know, in awe of that. But I'm particularly uh, inspired by women who get up every day and freely give their love, their time, and motivational uh, uh, encouragement to other people. And so the women that I shared that post about are women that I know personally that get up every day in life and give life their best. And they come from all kinds of backgrounds. Uh, Some are entrepreneurs and uh, some are, you know, at home every day, but just amazing women doing great things in the world. Well, I just applaud you for doing that. And, you know, it inspired us here at Dream by Design so much that we wanted to highlight these women even more. We wanted to be able to share their stories and their inspiration with as many women around the world as we could. And that's what this whole series is about. So I'm excited about it and ready to just get started with today's Woman Who Shine. I'm excited about that as well. Today's guest is so phenomenal, and I can't wait to hear what yummy stuff she has to share with us today. Yes, but let's go ahead and introduce our next guest. Our guest today, Melissa, is Carletta Taylor. Uh, She's an incredible, beautiful young woman, as I stated earlier. Um, She has had a phenomenal career, and she's impacting the lives of women every day. So everybody, let's welcome Carletta. Thank you for being here with us today, Carletta. Uh, thank you, thank you. It's just such an amazing honor. Um, thank you, Deborah Hunter, and thank you, Melissa Banks, for this amazing opportunity. So I just, first of all, just want to share a little bit. I met uh, Carletta probably around 2017 or 18, and from the very beginning, um, what I saw was just absolutely wonderful. But over the years, I've seen this exponential growth. And Carletta, one of the things that I want to ask you uh, in your journey, how important is it to really just overcome fear and step out on faith to make those changes in life that will open new doors for you? Um, that is a really huge question, um, really great question. First, for the record, I want to just clear it up. It's Carlotta, and I know a lot of people um, will call me Carletta, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's very important um, because fear it can attack you at any given moment. And what I've learned throughout the years in my age today that, you know, a lot of times it's embedded in you, even in your youth as a child. Um, I know with my story, um, I was told things like I would never be anything when I grew older. I was beaten, molested, um, in and out of foster care. So it was really easy for me to allow fear to guide me. I live my life totally in fear totally in fear, so much so that I pretty much lived in darkness. And when it came to self-esteem, my self-esteem was shot. When it came to me feeling like I could do anything, something as simple as applying for college, fear had me so blocked and so much in darkness that I believe I couldn't even uh, get approved to go to a college because I wasn't worthy because of my past, because of my background, because of what people had told me, I believed it. And it is so paramount to living your life full out that we, no matter where we come from, no matter how fear comes in your life, it's very, very key that we learn to not allow fear to define us or stop us. 
and that it really takes a reprogramming of your mind. You have I well I'm, I can't say what nobody else has to do, but what I had to do was I had to take myself out of the situation. I had to say to myself, I am not a product of what happened to me or what somebody said about me. That is not my business. What they thought, how they treated me. Yes, I was abused. Yes, I was in and out of foster care, moved around twenty six different homes to realize, you know what? That does not make me who I am. I made it through that for a reason. God allowed me to live through that for a reason. So the moment I began to realize it's my mindset, it's my words, it's my actions that make me as a person, that's when I learned that, okay, fear does not have to control me, and it is very essential to my life that I overcome it every step of the way. And even when you get to a place where you feel, okay, I've overcome so many things in my past, and I'm talking about my story, fear will still try to come up and find other ways to seep in, but you have to attack it at the root. So it's very, very important, and that was a very great question, Deborah. So with all that you said, there's just so much in, in that. What are the things that you do to protect yourself in terms of combating that fear? Because I think that's something that all of us face, you know, daily having to be able to overcome. But what things have you put in place to help safeguard your journey so that you can stay in faith? Wow. Oh, that's a really big question, and that's where I would really have to just give the credit and honor to God and what I'm learning in this day and age, because I used to be that person. I'm very, I'm a very forgiving person. Um, even though my father, and, you know, this is not about him or bashing him or anything, even though he was one of my main uh, perpetrators when I was growing up in my youth, I easily forgave him. And what I do right now to this day to protect myself, I've been in situations where I allow people so many opportunities to continue to stumble over me. And I'm talking like whether it's friendships or whether it's working with a jealous coworker or as an entrepreneur, working with people who have openly expressed they were jealous of me, they lied on me, they did this. And that can cause fear to seep up. But what I do, I say I'm not going to change who I am. I'm just going to change the way I do things. So oftentimes, and I'm pretty sure you all can relate to this, we have what's called intuition, especially women, and it's also a gift That's of God. Right. God gives us five senses for a reason. So whenever those senses come up and God shows me something is not right here, just distance myself, I've learned to stay the same, continue to forgive, treat people right, but distance myself from anything that will try to pull me down to that level where fear, where I'm living in fear. And meditation and prayer, I would say, are my biggest key factors with combating fear. Um, I think that that is so um, important for all of us to find that space where we can meditate so we can get clear. Because one of the things that I've personally found is sometimes – there's a thin line between my own personal instincts uh, because of what I've been through and the truth. And I figured out in order to find that clear place that prayer and meditation works. Also, the question that I have for you is how important is it being in the right kinds of relationships to build business? To build business? To build business, yes. You know, oh, just yes, like, in, in, yeah. 
Go ahead, baby. Absolutely. Okay. Well, yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, so being in the right kind of relationships to build business, oh, my gosh, that's so huge. Um, I'm actually in the process of learning even more about that due to um, my own experiences. It's very important because if you are in a relationship, are we talking personal relationships or we're just talking casual or friendships? Well, because I feel like all relationships affect where we're going in life. I'm going to just let you have the floor. Well, that's great. I I can take it from here. So it's it's very important when it comes to relationships. Back in the day, I would say maybe a few years or so, um, I've had the opportunity to earn six figures in multiple MLM um, industries. So normally in multi-level marketing, which I'm a full-time entrepreneur, Normally, you um, you know you just let anybody join your team. Doesn't matter their background, their character, anything of that nature. And people can often get close to you. They get your personal phone number. They get direct access to you. The proximity is so close. But sometimes, because you're striving for that dollar amount, because you're striving for that goal, that income figure, or that influence, sometimes you can link up with people who may not have your best interests at heart. And sometimes people that will literally join your team, as I stated earlier, and they see that you're a go-getter and they see you out there getting, they can sometimes probably turn on you because they feel incompetent. They feel like, you know, why is it you that succeeded and why is it not them? So it's very important to also look at a person's character, whether it's relationships, whether it is like in business, especially when it comes to relationships in business. Because the worst thing you want, you do not want to partner with the wrong individual because that can lead to a lot of um, home turmoil. And it's like I've been in that place where I was fighting, 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 and the person that I was fighting was the person I was at home with. It's like we should not be competing with each other. We should lock arms and, and you know, go out there and and do what we have to do in business, but if it's not the right relationship. And sometimes it's just just not a good fit. You know, two grown adults who don't who do not get along together, it's not working. Go ahead and cut it off right then, and like the real civil adults, move on because that person can very much so partner with someone else, and their life can be great. So, when it comes to like regular friendships and associates, right now I really I handle people and I meet people where they are, and I give everybody the opportunity. But once I see any signs of, you know, immoral character or things that I know would not be good for business, I handle it right then. So the worst thing you can do is be silent about it and let it, when one bad apple um, touches a, a, a basket of other apples, that one bad apple will seep over and start to make the other apples rotten. So you have to protect your business at all costs. We keep things like, the way I run my organization, um, we keep things like gossip um, and things like that can really and hurt a business. So you must you must walk in good faith. You must walk in high integrity. You must do the right thing. The golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated. But anytime that is not happening, you must attack it. That's good management. Because if you do not manage the mess, it will take over. So it's very, very important. You must do your very, very best to protect um, and, and only have the right relationships, whether it's companionship, friendship, association, at all costs, is very paramount to business. As you were speaking, I thought of one of my mentors who's no longer with us. His name was Zig Ziglar, and he used to call his wife the redhead. 
Um, and one of the things that he often talked about was the value of partnering with right people and not doing business with people that did not have high moral standards because it would ultimately affect everything around you. So I really appreciate you being in that space. I have one last question for you before I turn you back over to Melissa. And this is something that's really uh, near and dear to my heart, and I don't know that we talk enough about this as women. And so I hope that you will uh, grant me the opportunity to ask you this question in kindness. Could you please tell me what is the absolute thing that you love about being a woman? Wow, that is so huge. I've never been asked this question before, Deborah. That is an amazing question. Uh, one thing I love about being a woman is, um, and, and let me just say this, I grew up as a tomboy, okay? My first pair of shoes that I bought myself at the <laughs> age of 14 was a pair of Timberlands, and you couldn't tell me nothing, right? I used to dress <laughs> like a boy. It was just comfortable for me. Um, but over the time and over years, my mom groomed me. She couldn't wait to the day I wanted to wear a dress because I literally used to cry um, being forced to make <laughs> wear dresses as a teenager. But um, today... I feel that, you know, women, I'm proud to be a woman. I'm grateful God chose me to be a woman because I feel that women nurture the earth. We nurture anything mm. that we put our hands on. We are the all in all. We are the one that can change anything. <laughs> you got the right woman by your side. You can you can have the best world ever. Your whole entire universe changes when a woman that is in her that is in her right, that is in the will of God, that is walking her path and her purpose, life is different. And so also being able to birth and give birth to, you know, I have three amazing, beautiful children. Shout out to Shanti, Ashton, and Amari. Um, being able <laughs> to give birth, and that just a miraculous event in itself, but then also being able you know, we don't, we don't live in the old ages anymore, being able to not just be that woman that, you know, no 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 pun intended to any woman because it's okay. You do what you want to do. But I'm just not the type of woman that would just sit at home and just, you know, clean and cook and that's it. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that because if that's what makes you happy, do that. But for me to be able to be a woman and have the experience of being a prior homicide detective, a prior background detective, prior police officer, federal officer retired at this point and prior military i mean i can do whatever whatever i'm inspired to do i can go out there and do it it doesn't matter my gender but at the same time i can still maintain my femininity and ever so often i can pop out and be a glamorous you know beautiful queen when i want to <laughs> or i can be you know just homely and rock some combat boots or whatever or i can do some six inch heels you know i have options you know so it's just really great and i'm really really grateful to god that he chose me to be a woman. I used to be confused about that, like, why well, I'm not a dude? Because it seems like, you know, dudes got it easy. But then I know God makes women strong for a reason. And it's really, once a woman is strong and rooted and grounded, like you, Deborah, like you, Melissa, you all are some powerhouses yourself. You know that, you know, can't, can't nobody mess with you. When God got you, it is over. And so it's really great. And I'm really grateful that I am a woman. And I love, you know, speaking to women as divine as yourself, as you and Melissa are. So thank you for the opportunity again. Well, thank you so much for uh, answering that question for me. I really <laughs> have enjoyed being able to talk to you. And now we're going to turn it back over to our dear friend, Melissa. Thank you so much. Wow, Kalada, you do not disappoint. 
When you show up, you show up deep down, and you bring it every single time. Oh, my gosh. But first of all, just welcome back to Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. You come, when you come, you definitely encourage us and inspire us and have us on the edge of our seat ready to just scream. So thank you so much for being you and bringing that energy that you give every single time you show up, not just here, every single time you show up, you bring it. And I was thinking that when you said live life full out, and that's absolutely what you show every single time that you show up, whether it's social media, in person, on an interview like this, just every single time. And I just want to say that to you. So let's get started. I just want to talk about, you covered a lot of stuff with, uh, with Deborah, but I wanted to talk about some things that are happening with you that makes you, sets you apart. One of the things that you're passionate about deep down in your spirit is inspiring women and bringing other women along with you. You don't set out to win by yourself. You want to bring as many women as you can right along with you. Why is that important to you? Well, it's important to me because it is in alignment with my purpose. You know, once I realized that God did not allow me to live through all of the abuse and through all of the things that happened to me in my youth and in my life and even in, in adulthood, um, being in certain domestic violence situations, when God allowed me to live through that and I realized that my purpose in life was simply to inspire others, then it was like having that aha moment. That aha moment lets me know that the only thing that I need to touch and do in my life is something that is in alignment with inspiring people. And a, a lot of times when I have great ideas, um, God, he really enlightens me. It comes to me. That's why, you know, you speak and you will find. Ask and it will be given unto you. So when I seek, like, Lord, what should I be doing right now? It came to me to do something regarding women. Women, you know, oftentimes I grew up hearing this, and I probably used to say it myself, women can't work together. You know, we're too jealous of each other, this and the other way. Everybody doesn't feel that way. You know, you have two outstanding other ladies on this call right now, and you are, are the epitome of a queen, a woman that's doing it right, and you all, too, want to see other women shine. That's that's the reason mm -hmm. why Deborah Hunter made that post and tagged several other women, including myself, which I'm very honored, that, you know, you want to shine. It's more of that in the world. Let's highlight the ones who are doing it right, and let's be that example and let the world see that it is possible for women to come together. So, I just know that I'm I'm really safe as long as I'm doing what God has inspired me to do. I'm out of line if I'm doing something that I can I don't even know how to function. If I have to do something that is not helping somebody, that is not inspiring somebody, who I cannot let them know, hey, I've been there, done that. You want to look over this? I can help you overcome. If I'm not doing that, I feel like my life is purposeless. So. I just know to stay in my lane, and when I when I do what God tells me to do, God takes really good care of me. And so I've learned that, and I continue to walk in that every day. And I allow God to create my path. I like to take the path that's unknown. I don't want to go down the same path that everybody else is going because I know that's not everybody's not meant to just fall in line like sheep and buy all the way throughout life and then scratch your head in your last moments of life saying, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have did more. So I want to be the best I can be. And I feel like, I feel like, you know, at the Olympics when they have that, that tassel and they have that light and they light, one light lights the other light. I feel like that's what we all should be doing. We should all be light in the earth and salt in the earth. And I just want to do my part from my heart 
Um, and I feel like that's very, very important to me. And to me, that is life. Oh, absolutely. Well, you summed it up. We just have a few minutes, but I did want to talk briefly about Queen's Toast. There is no way you were coming on this call and I not <laughs> mentioned Queen's Toast. It just was not going to happen. That is such so massive. I mean, you had an idea. God placed it in you, and you went out there and grabbed hold on it, and like 14,000 women jumped in there to to be a part of that. That's pretty amazing. So tell us a little bit really quickly about Queen's Toast and what's coming up for Queen's Toast. Oh, wow. So um, Queen's Toast, was, once again, it was inspired. I was literally sitting on my sofa, and I was like, what can I, you know, what I felt like a calling. I felt like God wanted me to do something with women. And once again, it was like change the narrative. You know, if women are always saying how we can't work together. I've had, you know, jealous spats here and there and confided in me and they apologized to me. And it was like, listen, Carlotta, I was jealous of you, but I, you know, I please forgive me. And I forgave them, right? And I was like, we need more of this. We need more. We need a place, a hub where women can just, you know, support each other, toast each other, work together in business, you know, encourage each other, inspire each other. So it was just, it just came to me, kind of like my book, No More Flinching, how it just came to me to write my story. It came to me, mm-hmm. and literally when I started the group, when I started the movement, I really don't consider it a Facebook group. I consider Queen's Toast a movement. Once I started it, you know, in my small thinking mind at the time, I was like, well, Lord, I'm going to start this. And I think we started maybe sometime in late April, early August, and I was like, well, I just pray that we can have at least 3,000 women in Queen's Toast by the time of August 28th, and lo and behold, you know, we went through those numbers so fast, and right now we're at 17,000 queens in Queen's Toast and growing, and these women, I'm talking about, they just took over the group. Like, all I do is monitor it for the most part, but they literally are posting inspirationals. They're posting prayers. They're supporting each other in business. They're lifting one another up. I am inspired by going to check out some of Queen's Toast posts. I'm like, this is just amazing. And it's not about me. It's about everybody coming together. See, God can give anybody a message. He could have gave that message to start Queen's Toast somewhere in China. So it's it's all about are you willing to do what God called you to do? And oftentimes it's not really it's not about me. It's about all of us. So I'm really, really grateful um, just that I listen <laughs> because a lot of times I haven't listened and I may have missed out or somebody right. God told somebody else to do it and they took off with it. And so I just learned that whenever God inspires me or tells me to do something, just go with it. Don't ask any questions and leave it up to him. I don't have to worry about the how. God got it already figured out. What's coming up next for Queen's Toast? Oh, my gosh. So Queen's Toast is official in the LLC right now. And in the future, in the near future, maybe within the next year, um, definitely within the next year or less, Queen's Toast will be a nonprofit organization. We will be doing a lot more for women as far as, you know, women in need, women seeking shelter, women's businesses, supporting each other, partnering with other organizations. Um, I really, um, some people have already been DMing me and sending me messages with, um, with, with thoughts of wanting Queen's Toast to be like a chapter and split up in regions. It's a lot of things going on right now. And I'm, which, this is going to be a process, you know, you can't snap your fingers and everything yeah. overnight. But we also have a tentative, um, 
a tentative engagement, a virtual conference that is going to be August 28th. Um, and we're, Melissa, you're going to actually be one of our keynote speakers. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where it's going to be a virtual <laughs> conference. I know, right? Um, it's going to be a virtual conference, and we have some amazing, phenomenal women, overcomers who are going to pour their hearts into uh, Queens virtually. Um, this is our first virtual event on August 28th, and I'm super, super excited about it. Um, and I'm just looking okay, for Carla, why don't you why don't you tell people? Excuse me, but why don't you tell people how to uh, connect with Queens Toast and get all the info on that amazing powerhouse um, yes. event that's coming up? So tell people how to connect with you and get all that additional Absolutely. information from you. Okay, great. So the best way, uh, one, you can connect with Queens Toast by going to queenstoast.com. That's Queens with an S, queenstoast.com. And you can simply um Click the link at the bottom of the page, and you will be able to join the Facebook group. It's free to join the group. You can also follow me on Facebook as Carlotta Taylor. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Official Carlotta Taylor. And my website is www.carlottataylor.com, where you can also purchase my book, No More Fenton, Five Steps to Overcoming Adversity. But thank you so much again, Carlotta, for being here today. You definitely have inspired us. Before we wrap up, Deborah, let people know how to connect with you. Absolutely, Melissa. Thank you so much. Everybody can join me via social media on my office, Deborah Hunter, also at the Deborah Hunter Art Collection on Facebook. And you can join me also at Cooking with Honey and Friends. Well, thank you so much, Deborah, for being our co-host on this special series. And thank you again to our guests for being here today. And thank you to our audience for tuning in to today's edition of Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. I'm your host, Melissa Banks. And to stay connected with us, simply go to the MelissaBanks.com website. Remember, all your dreams are possible. Believe in yourself, work hard, and don't quit. Until next time, thank you for choosing Dream by Design with Melissa Banks. Enjoy your day. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.